Hey y'all, Steven here, just with a quick disclaimer before the episode. When we get into the block, we start talking about an issue that might be sensitive for some listeners. Jason does an awesome job talking about alcohol and drinking, but we say over and over again in this episode, we're not experts, we're not doctors. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, whether that's with alcohol or something else, we want you to find an expert, a doctor, a counselor, somebody you trust, reach out to them, talk to them, get the help that you need. When Anthony and I have faced things that we couldn't conquer on our own, we had to get honest with ourselves and find people that could help us. If we can do it, you can do it. We love y'all. All right, on with the show. Isn't a beer about two pieces of bread? Maybe three oh, pieces it? of bread, I think, in, <laughs> okay. in, as far as carbs. Probably. Who knows? But how many bags of Oreos is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk in yeah. Steven's language because he doesn't eat bread. He eats Oreos. <laughs> he eats a different kind of sandwich. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're listening to Runner's Block, a two gomers podcast about regular people chasing big goals by confronting one barrier at a time. This is episode 11. I deserve a drink or six. For the week of May 30th, 2021. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, man. So, we've got a block coming up. A great guest, Jason, yes. with a great block. Mm-hmm. Gomertron, Jason. One of the original originators of the runner's block idea. Yep. Oh, man. And it's a great conversation. So, so we're going to get to that quick. But I thought, I wanted to start, I was thinking about this new segment. It's mm-hmm. called... Learn from my mistakes. Mm. Can we add like a echoey? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Echo on mistakes, 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 mistakes. I was also thinking, don't do what I did. <laughs> that's an that's an alternate. That's a that's a punch up. Maybe do what I say, not what I do. No. do. Okay. Do what I say, <laughs> not what I do. Except for I'm going to tell you right now what I did. Okay. I'm going to tell you not to. Okay. Great. So exactly. you know about this. The listener knows about this. Uh, Jessica and I made a, a fun little commitment at the beginning of this year that we wanted to do a uh, a monthly faux half Yep. in 2021. Actually, we decided we're going to do it until we get a house. We're going to do a half marathon. Faux half marathon. Sorry. Yep. Yep. yep 13.1 yep. Um, every month. We, so we just did our April one last weekend. Yep. Here's here's what happened. It's been warming up here. Yep. But it was like 70s or something, but it was overcast. Mm-hmm. And so I made a very bad mistake. Oh, okay. Overcast. I, I think I might see where you're going here. Okay. Let, let, tell me tell me where you think I'm going. Okay. I, my guess is it's overcast, so you didn't wear sunscreen. Yes, you got and it. And you're you know, at altitude. Uh-huh. Yep. We're, we're up very close to the sun. Mm-hmm. 7,000 feet closer mm-hmm. to the sun than most people. Um, but And you know how you always hear that, right? Like, just because it's cloudy 
doesn't mean you have to don't have to wear sunscreen. You know that whole right. thing. Yes, hundred percent. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's true. Yeah, so, it's so true. We've we lived in Florida for a yeah. long time. I totally know. <laughs> I kind of always thought it was a lie. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because I was like, you can't. The sun can't get through there. Yeah, it's, it's a cloud. A cover. It's a cloud cover. We're cool. <laughs> totally. It's like a roof. A roof of water or something. I don't well, know. Well, it makes it does make sense. Yeah. Right. I guess so. There's something between you and the sun. It's a sun right, block. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, that's doing the work for me. I don't mm-hmm. have to. Now, the part of this is because I'm in Arizona and we get 300 plus days of sun a year. So sure. I am careful yeah. when we do get sun. And mm-hmm. so when it's overcast, this is different than Atlanta or the Midwest. Yeah. It's like right. it's like rare. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, yay, it's like when it's sunny anywhere else, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, clouds, so when it's we. Cl- right, clouds, everybody's outside jumping for joy. Um, <laughs> so wh- when it's sunny, I'm careful and I put sunscreen on and, I, and and that's fine. But I was like, clouds, they got my back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go out mm-hmm. there. I wore a sleeveless mm-hmm. running shirt. Mm-hmm. Not a tank, not a tank top, but you know, a sleeveless one. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So not, yeah, it's it's not, doesn't have a scoop neck. It right. suns out, guns out, but it's like flat, right? <laughs> yes. On the sides, yep, it's, like, yeah, that's it's like a, a rectangle. It's a straight, a straight line. It, yes, exactly. Yes. When you, it, when you okay. hold it up, it's the shape of a rectangle. Yes, that's it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I had one of those on, and it was an out and back, and mm-hmm. so I had equal equal opportunity sunshine, well, oh, cloudy yeah. sunshine yep. on both mm-hmm. sides. And then when I got back, oh, dear. I took off my shirt mm. and, and uh, I, can't, I think it was Noah said, you, you look like vision with a white t-shirt on, <laughs> which I, I, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, you understand that reference now. Probably, I now right? know what you're talking about, dude. The, go, the, the Gomer 2 docent tour of Marvel has begun. <laughs> right. We're going we're gonna to spend some time on the bonus disc in the Marvel universe, which I'm accustomed to and you're not. But mm-hmm. I love the fact that I can say I look like the Vision with yeah. a white T-shirt on, and you know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Just a clean, just a clean demarcation line. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's not like it gradually goes from red to white. Right. <laughs> it's like red all the way up to the shoulder, and then mm-hmm. blazing white on right. the chest area and stomach you know, and back. I think that's called the farmer's tan. I I thought farmer's tan had to be. The, yeah, the farmer's tan, listener yeah, can't see this, but it has to right. be cut off mid bicep, doesn't mid it? Mid sleeve. Yep, totally. You know, that's something we should ask Jason about because he spends a mm. lot of time outside. Right. He's probably got some sweet sunblock technique. The the way the way we record this lately, behind the scenes listeners, we do our block first. Mm-hmm. And often we think, oh, I wish we could have asked that question. <laughs> Maybe we should go back to cr- cr- chronological order. But I kind of like this knowing what we talk about. So I just want to let people know, don't do, what am I calling this? Learn from my mistake. From my mistake. And I am saying you will get a horrible sunburn, mm. even if it's cloudy, if you don't put sunscreen on. Now, I think we're going to do a whole sun, a sun, we, we should call it sunblock. Whenever oh. we do a, a block episode about the sun, it's too dang sunny. Well, we're gonna do it's yeah. too hot. Right. That's gonna That's be coming soon. Probably my number one for the summer. A lot of people's at yeah. least top five. That's that's a top five. 
people. And we should do that in June, right? I mean, we should Mm -hmm. do that when there's still time for people to to act on that block. Yeah, we wouldn't want to do like a cold one like in March or. (laughs) No, I'm saying like uh, like I'm I bet there are hotter months than June in in Georgia, but I don't think we wait for the hottest month. I think we do it in June to prep ourselves and our listener for that block. So we will do a sun episode also i think maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but maybe this is just a just a little preview a even when it's not super hot even when yeah. it's cloudy you got to mm-hmm. smear that sunscreen on mm-hmm. your shoulders mm-hmm. back totally. of the neck nose the, this part ears what's this? cheeks like the 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 the, the shelf of right under underneath the your eyes, eyes. yeah i don't know man so you gotta get you gotta get you gotta get it all over there you said yeah, ears, dude. the top of your ears. Ears, you got to do the part. Like for our girls, we always do oh, the part. Yes. Actually really works. Like when we go to the pool, we always put a little bit of sunscreen in that part because a, a burnt part is not good. No, and I've they've actually got never that, experienced that, blonde, that, that light blonde hair, right? Yep, that the, totally. the sun can laser right in there into the part. Oh, totally, yep. And I should think consider that too since I always get the hard part mm-hmm. in, my, in my haircut. So I don't want to get no sunburn there. Do it, dude. <laughs> is, is this our dumbest week in review ever <laughs> well, i'm trying to think if there's anything i'm hoping we're gonna get a dog expert on soon oh right yeah it'll be pretty timely our dog our gotcha day as of we re, the day we're recording this this isn't going to come up for a little while but our gotcha mm-hmm. day is tomorrow so okay. super exciting looking back at the five-year journal seeing like two weeks ago, we actually lost her. It didn't work out. And then it mm-hmm. ended up working out. So it was kind of neat to to follow that. So hopefully we're going to have some dog chat soon. I mean, we've been having dog okay. chat off and on. But I'm kind of wondering, because I've been running more and all that, and I want to know, can I can I get some help? Yeah. And I think it'd be fun to actually talk. So there there is a dog guy that we're that, that's a listener. Yes. DC Dog Runner. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we definitely got to talk to this dude. I, I think it's time. I think it's time for you to get Indy out there as your running partner. That would be an amazing arc on the podcast, dude. Totally. We love our podcast arcs. And I'm just realizing that we have the same gotcha. You, Cause you said gotcha day. Is that when you got your dog? Mm-hmm. May the 4th. Okay. We, we, ours is May the 15th when we got Chew. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So you got yours on Star Wars Day. Yep. Indiana Jones Georgeson. But mine has a Star Wars name. Mm-hmm. So again, we're 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 al- the stars are aligning. Yeah, when you put <laughs> us together, it's like that cipher on um Goonies. You oh can right. See yep. through it. And there is like so if- <laughs> we may be two gomers, but together we are one complete man. <laughs> Okay, that, that's a that's little George and Jerry. Remember, they figured out they could do the job of they them together could do the together job. Of we one. can do the job of one man. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a great guest coming up. The, the, this conversation it go, goes deep. We love it. Um, mm-hmm. Jason uh, really opens up about something we think a lot of our listeners will relate to, and so I think we should hop right over to the block. Should we do it? Let's do it. I'm your father, Luke. Give in to the dark side of the force, you knob. Dad, Bob broke your beard. No, I didn't. Doug broke it. Hey, Jason. How's it going on? Wait. How's it going? 
What do you say we crack a cold LaCroix and just chat, dude? Let's go mow some lawns and have a great day. Jason, how many times have you heard Anthony crack a LaCroix, do you think? Oh, man. Many, many times. I, there's like some kind of classical conditioning going on, I think. I don't know what my response is upon hearing that, but it, it has to be something. Hopefully it's positive, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, it gets me in the mood to run, I guess, when I hear it. Well, that's Ooh. great. That, that's what that's we want, good. for sure. Yeah. Yes. Like a Pavlovian, you hear the crack of the quad, and then mm. you have to put your running clothes on and get out. That would be the, the ultimate. Yeah. Like, imagine you're on a plane, <laughs> and you just hear all those cracks. You know, back when we're on, when we're on planes, it's like, you know, you hear right. like a thousand cracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people, you just like got to put on your running shorts. You're like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that one goes. That goes way back. Is that yeah. is that like season one material even or what? I, it feels like it. Oh I, yeah. When did we right. start? Well, I don't think we started cracking the the Lacroix until oh. deep into the podcast. But hey, how's it going? Really? What you, what you doing over there? Okay. Running in the corner, yes. mate. All that okay, stuff gotcha. was first several, and then I think. Oh man, it's so interesting to think about when when the dumb stuff we started doing, dude. I'm pretty sure. How's it going? It may be in the first episode. I think so too. Super easy to check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But (laughs) all right, here we are in the block, uh, and we have a guest joining us, Jason Norum. Hi, Jason. Hi. So a little bit about Jason. Jason's from Ottawa, but not Ottawa, Canada. Ottawa, Illinois. This is correct. Ottawa South. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dad of three. Your wife, Lindsay, and you both are have been Gomer listeners for a long time. She's a hairstylist, and you are you work in the lawn care arena, right? But we just found out before we started recording something big has happened in your life that you are now a small business owner, right? That is true. Yep. So yeah, I've I've worked for the same company for twelve years, and as of a month ago, I'm now the owner of that company. I did buy it, and so you know, there's there's a lot going on with all that. You know, we're in a big oh, yeah. time, we're in a big time transition here uh, with all that. But I mean, really, it's it's not that big of a transition. I mean, I've I've been doing, you know, administrative type things for the last few years, but it's just kind of the next step and that brings a whole nother facet. Mm. So, yeah, and you've told us that one of the yeah. things that you do while you're out there on those riding lawnmowers is just plug the gomers right into your ears. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I have uh, I have a lot of listening time out on the lawns. Right. And I have for years. So, yeah, little did you guys know that, yeah, yeah. I was I was getting to know you guys for years, <laughs> out That's on the so lawn awesome. and and moving snow in the winters. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, right. A, a lot of a lot of middle of the night Gomer inspiration while moving snow. So mm. warms my heart. <laughs> well, if if we we just did a episode on the Patreon about our our jobs and so like one of my first jobs and favorite jobs of all time, still mowing lawns. So mm-hmm. dude. Some snow summer. Removal. Yep. Oh, and snow removal totally. So man, I'd love to come come up there and do some landscaping with you. <laughs> Sounds awesome. That'd be awesome. Definitely. Just come up anytime. We'll just throw you out there. Sweet. How far is Ottawa from Madison? Oh, uh, well, 
uh, what is that? Probably, th- boy, I don't know, three, three and a half hours, maybe something like that. Okay. okay. Yeah. I yeah. actually ran the Madison Marathon, uh, like in 2014, oh. maybe it was. Okay. So that's the only time I've ever been there. Were wow. you listening yeah. to the Gomers during that race? Kind of around your stomping grounds. No, I'm kind of on Stephen's train of not listening to stuff these days while running. Oh. Okay. But okay. I probably still I probably still had Gomer's stuff like just going through my head again, you know, <laughs> just just automatic habit stuff. Uh, yeah. Pavlovian. <laughs> I just think it would be funny if you were walking around, not sorry, not walking, running the marathon mm-hmm. and, and, you know, had us with you in Madison. It's possible we were even in Madison, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it could be. We could have even been behind you. Well, man, if I had been listening to you guys, my time would have been much better. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've been kind of getting to know us for the past decade or something like that. We have just gotten to know you recently through the Patreon. Um, and uh, actually, I wanted to mention this. Jason, you were, and we've talked about you on and off in Runner's Block, were like one of the kind of catalysts, right? Or one of the one of the reasons that Runner's Block exists, because one of the conversations we were having with you probably late last year was this whole concept of you had been signed up for races and then they were canceled because of the pandemic. And then that was that led you to all sorts of desires to restart in general. That got me and Anthony thinking, I wonder if more people feel like that. And so you, that conversation kind of got us to a place where, uh, I don't know, you're, you're one of the foundation stones of <laughs> runner's block. Oh, man. That actually, uh, not even kidding, though, that is a big, that is like an honor. So, <laughs> no, I mean, just with how much <laughs> I've listened to you guys and everything and all the inspiration I've drawn, I mean, no, that is that is really cool. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people could relate to that because, I mean, that was like the ultimate runner's block was you literally are not allowed to run races, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, right. uh, I mean, what you can't get much more of a block than that. So, uh, yep. and, you know, there's different ways to respond. But, but yeah, that was a, kind of a universal one for everyone. And then Definitely. when that block happened, like you can't run races, that kind of held you back from running at all for, for a period of time, right? Yes, I, I seriously, I was, you know, training for a half marathon that was going to be run last May, you know, May 2020. And 2020. Yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was training pretty consistently and all that. And then when everything Mm -hmm. got shut down and everything, I was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing this for right now. Uh, The goal was taken Mm -hmm. away. There was so much other stuff to focus on. I was like, mm. I just, I don't know. I just stopped. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to run another mile for a while. But yeah. And hard to dig yourself out of that at a certain point. But yeah. hmm. mm-hmm. so. for sure. Yeah. I, I think that I, I remember just when you were talking about that, like just thinking what just the immense block that that is, like when hardly anybody is doing something. Right, because everything's canceled, everybody's inside. To actually have that energy to do something that almost nobody else is doing, is is such a hard block to get over or around. Um, and I I think that was when we were like, I bet you hundreds, thousands of people feel the same way. 
so yeah, it, it was a definite like aha moment for us when we were thinking about what we were going to do with the podcast next. Well, and there was even the feeling of why, why do mm-hmm. you run anyways, you know, mm-hmm. other than for personal health, a lot of times you have that future goal, the May half marathon, the Madison marathon, the 5k here, the 10k there. So it's like when you take that out, then the why there has to be like a different why and a different aim, a different goal. Right. So then we were having another conversation. This was our last conversation a couple months ago. And I don't even know how this happened. (laughs) But but we got on the topic of um, drinking. It's probably because we were just talking about like, yeah, we're having a great time together. And we were maybe maybe even maybe we even had some probably not me, but you guys (laughs) maybe had a drink with you when we were having that conversation. Um, And we got on the topic and Jason, I think you were, you started talking and opening us opening up to us a little bit around that. And I think it was your suggestion, like you guys should probably do a block at some point about alcohol, about the the ways that people go there. I, I may, Jason, remind me. Maybe you can remind me how that conversation came about. Do you remember? Yeah, I I think you guys were just saying that you had a you know kind of a master list going of you know some ideas of mm-hmm. <clears throat> blocks to discuss, and I think I just kind of threw it out there. It's like, well, I know what my block is, <laughs> you know. It's uh, <laughs> I mean, sure, the pandemic hit, but that was kind of just a, a a thing everybody had to deal with. But I was like, well, I know for me, it is you know my success with being diligent with running has a very close correlation with how much I'm drinking, mm. and mm. I'm very aware of that. And mm. so I was like, I imagine there's other people also feeling that way. You know, it's like you get in these ruts of kind of, you know, and have a drink and then, eh, you know, you just have a few more. And then, you know, maybe every once a week and then it mm, turns into pretty much every day. And then and, right, yeah. and you're, you get a little derailed or a little stuck. So. Yeah, hmm. for sure. Um, I remember Anthony thinking that is such a great idea. I bet Jason would never want to talk about that publicly. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but, well, yeah. Then, but then you were just like, sure. When we have <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's no, yeah. it's so relatable, dude. Like mm-hmm. so Aaron and I were talking about this this week and I would say like full true gomer confession in 2020, we probably had more drinks than any other year. So that would that would not be like January. That would be like March 2020 to mm-hmm. March 2021. You know what I mean? Like that right. year, not the first three months. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I think people. <laughs> so like, so your races are canceled. You're mm-hmm. stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's not say stuck. You get to be at home. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> sure. change that verbiage. It could be either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and you know that's one of the things that is fun. That's one of the things that, you know, you're here and we've even talked about food as kind of like pleasurable as something like that when you're in a rut or when you're in like, you know, like I said, like all just at home and some of the, the normal things that you would do are just gone. And it's like, well, what, what, what you're drinking tonight? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like the, how's it going? (laughs) Want to grab a cold one, (laughs) like a bottle of suds from uh, Shawshank, you know, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's totally. the thing. It, there's a there's a a thing about where it's yeah, you know, I deserve a I deserve a, a, a nice cold one. Yeah, the bottle of suds, mm. as you say, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, that it's not like it's not all or nothing. It's not like there can never be a place for that. But it's just when you start sure. to use the mentality of I deserve a drink, 
um, you just use that as a placeholder for anything, any occasion, mm-hmm. any minor thing that's happening in your life or a major thing. It's just always comes mm-hmm. back to, oh, just like it's been a long one. I'm, you know, I deserve a drink or two or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, sure. Um, and actually, the the I deserve the title of the episode. I deserve a drink or six was your brainchild. You were like, yeah. let's call it this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> could you tell me why you, why you came up with that instead of just because because the original title was going to be I deserve a drink right but then you emailed us and you were like it's got to be it's got to be I deserve a drink dot 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 or six and I've been waiting <laughs> to ask you wh- why why you thought that was an important addition okay well actually you know this kind of goes back to twenty eighteen. Uh, so in 2018, I was training for the Chicago Marathon. I had run it a couple times before, and let's see, yeah, 28, it would have been my fifth marathon. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of like, okay, business as usual. Like, I know how to do this. I know how to do my training. I'm, everything's all good. And then in June of that year, my boss had a stroke. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's a... And still, he was and still is one of my closest friends. Um, I mean, we were in a band together. He he was a prolific drummer. Um, hmm. And, you know, I'd worked for him for, what, nine years at that point. And he mm-hmm. suffered a pretty massive stroke. And, I mean, he was working in the field pretty much full time. He was doing administrative, you know, business owner stuff, everything. And we also had a couple personnel changes right leading up to that. And suddenly that happened and you know, everybody's world changed instantly. I mean, most of all his, obviously, Mm -hmm, but also for me. And I just, you know, kind of took it upon myself that's like, hey, like, we got to make this thing happen. Like, we got to keep the business going. We got to make sure that things are okay for him and, and all that too. And so I was in the middle of marathon training at that point. And I mean, I was working lots and lots of hours in, in the field, mm-hmm. uh, physical mm, yeah. labor. I mean, it was it was really really long hours, which I'm. That's totally okay. That was a season of life where that was required, and I am. You know, I was totally good with that. Um, right. But the marathon training, I was stubborn, and I wanted to continue the marathon training. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. so much stress was happening. So much stuff was going on. I just was in that rut of like, oh, like it's been 12 hour day again. And yep, I just yep. want to like kick back and have a beer or two or three or four. And it would start to get more and more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so yeah. I just every, constantly I'm getting, you know, just drinking every day and still trying to train for the marathon, which started kind of imploding on itself. Mm-hmm. Uh I was, I've always trained three days a week because with manual labor, that's just where the sweet spot is for me more than that. Right. I get run down. But it started going to two days a week. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, if I could just get my long runs in, I, maybe I'll be all right. And then my long runs were getting slower. Mm-hmm. And then I had to, I was kind of forced to switch to try to do a walk run combo. And mm-hmm. I remember being out on this trail that I run on for most of my long runs. It's just a very nature isolated trail. And I got out a ways. It was supposed to be, I think a 16 miler. 
And I got maybe four miles in and I was like, I think I, this is a problem. Like Mm. I'm Mm. drinking every day. And at that point, this is why I said I deserve a drink or six. It felt like every day, if there was fewer than six beers in my fridge, I would be a little uncomfortable. Mm. (laughs) I'd be like, oh man, like I'm running low, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm sitting there, it's like, okay, I'm working a lot of hours I'm drinking more than is a healthy amount every day. It wasn't a, a, I mean, honestly, sure, it was a self-medicating thing, but I've never really had an issue as far as like, oh, you know, getting drunk and all that kind of stuff, you know, blacking out. But it's not, that's not really my struggle. It's more just six is where, for some people, six would be... uh, you know, lights out, <laughs> Stephen. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe. If, if I had six beers, yeah, <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just thinking about that. Like, I think, I mean, is it possible I would die? I think. I mean, I, I, I'm so unused to that. Um, oh, that I think I would just be no, like, I mean, <laughs> crazy. That's, yeah, that's the thing, though. I mean, I could easily, over the course of an evening and staying up later than I probably should, uh-huh. you know, yeah. just sip on five or six beers on a regular basis and not mm-hmm. really notice. But I mean, okay. I I hardly sure. even felt the effects, mm, and yep. uh, but I was out on this run and my heart was racing, mm-hmm. and I was breathing very heavily, which is not normal. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, my heart was racing abnormally. Um, yeah, breathing heavily. Normally, when I train, like I don't, I'm not gasping for air. Mm. Yep. And I was like, I don't want to be one of these stories that a guy who was seemingly fit. And mm-hmm. training for a marathon collapsed and yeah. had a heart attack or something. Yeah. So I walked it back to my car and I decided I'm not running the marathon. Oh, it's wow. It's just not happening. Like it's making mm-hmm. my life worse. Um, and I, I realized I was too far. I was way too far behind the eight ball. Even if I were to just stop all drinking that day. Mm-hmm. It was going to be kind of feeling dangerous at that point with all the workload. Yeah. yeah. So I quit, and that is I have I have never run a race since. Wow. Three years wow. later. Okay. So um, that I've, 2020 race. 2020 was, like was going to be my comeback. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. It was my comeback, and uh, hmm. I've run you know on and off throughout that time. It's not like yeah, after sure. I. It's not like I totally got out of it. I would still run, but I never have run a race again. Um, And then, yeah, 2020 just kind of threw a big slap in the face there. It was like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm finally back on track. And bang, your goal is kind of just taken away. Mm -hmm. And I I had no idea. I mean, when you told us this thing about your May race being canceled, I didn't know also that was kind of your comeback but that was that yep. was your like restart. That was your comeback, and then you're that's that's postponed or canceled for who knows how long. That must yeah. have been a huge uh, slap in the face. Yeah, it was, and you know, I'm I'm just trying to learn as I go, learn about myself mm-hmm. and how I respond to things and and all that. And you know, last fall, I was really like. I mean, I had a long stretch of hardly really drinking at all because I was like, I just got in the right mindset and then I got into running mm-hmm. again and I was running very consistently and I was my goal was, okay, I'm going to run that May race that got canceled. It's in mm-hmm. my hometown here. I'm going to run it and hopefully PR. It's a 
old PR. So I was like, okay, hmm. if I can just like totally gear up <laughs> and do this. And yeah. <clears throat> honestly, I my runner's block has uh, come back. No, <laughs> no mm-hmm. I, uh, for the last two or three months, this whole year has been very difficult because I'm just mm-hmm. reevaluating yeah. how everything is looking at work and that's all that's all fine but it's a big transition becoming an owner and we are moving <laughs> uh to oh my childhood my gosh, home bro <laughs> wow really <laughs> yes just huh. down the street so it's you know I'm in the same town but we're, we're getting our house ready to sell and we're trying to get mm-hmm. moved and and once again I was like you know what I just uh, this race right now is not in the cards cuz I'm having to work mm-hmm. a lot lot of hours again I'm I feel like I'm a little bit back where I was in 2018 hmm. I wouldn't say it's as much of a problem this block right now but it's still something that I'm aware of and that yeah. I feel like people could maybe relate to so well seriously <clears throat> so incredible that you're willing to open up and share like this it's amazing like you listed already a bunch of other runner blocks, runner's mm-hmm. block. No. Physical labor, first of all, like a physical labor job, I could totally see that. I mean, even even if I do a house project or a physical labor job for one day, I'm like, I deserve a week off. <laughs> like, you know, like, so carrying a box, I'm like, I'm not going to run tomorrow. <laughs> no, forget it. So like, first of all, so that I could see that as being a major runner's block, mm-hmm. like just the physical job of you probably close your rings if, if you had an Apple watch before nine in the morning. You know, and that's like that's like my goal for the whole day, and that includes a run. So, I mean, so the fact that you were crushing that, and then and then doing that, um, and then I mean, honestly, the stress on top of it all. Right now, you've mm-hmm. got to move, starting a new job, or you know, starting a, a whole new responsibility. You've got three kids, like all those things, man. So stinking normal, and so I could understand why a brewski. Or something else. It sounds like beer's beer's your drink of choice. Yeah. I mean, like I'm tempted yeah. to just like go down the beer road and like let's talk what kinds of beer. <laughs> but that's <laughs> right. Let's let's keep ourselves from that for a little. Bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, because you know you, you can take the Wisconsin the boy out of Wisconsin, but you can't take the Wisconsin out of the guy. So well, it's it's like whenever we have a conversation about how we shouldn't be eating fast food, we talk about fast food well, for twenty minutes. Hundred <laughs> percent. So let's not go there. But right, that's exactly. the thing is is the other thing that we've talked about with fast food all last season, or just food in general, is like there literally is a reason to go to it for like if you're happy, if you're sad, if you're mm-hmm. mad, if you're right. envious, if you're whatever. Um, and okay, I, I wrote a little little thing here, man, for you. Is I think when you want to reach for a beer, reach for a LaCroix, dude. It doesn't (laughs) do like it doesn't do the same. I I know Mm -hmm. it doesn't do the same thing, but I swear, like even when trying to get off of soda, the form factor or like even if I go to a party, I mean, dude, I like beer, too. I like really like beer. Um, And so like (laughs) there's something about the form factor. Yeah, the, I'm, the feel I'm in your hand, practi- you mean? Like how it feels? I'm going for a practical mm-hmm. yeah. here, though, truly. Yeah. And, you know, this could seem like, yeah, right. But, man, the, even the form factor of a, of a, a beer, a LaCroix, or, or even a soda, you know, mm-hmm. there is something about, like, you, you've got 12 ounces of joy, but there's no alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. It's effervescent. Um, 
And Are you a sparkling water guy, Jason? Uh, you know, yes, definitely. And that's actually a big reason why it is because, you know, last year, I mean, I really, I was hardly really drinking at all for a lot of the year, uh, you mm-hmm. know, after the initial kind of pandemic uh, downer. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I've consumed a whole lot more seltzer in the last year or so than I ever had. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. it does it is nice. I mean it is it honestly is kind of like a little a little treat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's more hydrating, so bonus and mm-hmm. uh doesn't uh you know poison you. So also a positive. Yeah. What do you but, think in that run that you did at that four miles where you just like tanked? Like what what like was it like the dehydrating aspects of alcohol like i we i was reading up a bunch on alcohol this past week knowing we were going to do this and like that's one of the number one things is it it just dehydrates you like were you dehydrated were you or or just like it was it was really a concoction of a lot of things i definitely was not hydrated i'm sure as i should have been throughout that whole process but also i mean again when you're working the manual labor and doing the running when you're drinking like that it just is hard on your body and you can't recover as well Mm -hmm. And and I wouldn't sleep as well. And so, okay. again, you can't yes. recover. It was just this nasty cycle of just kind of bashing up your body with labor, with running, and with drinking, and then yeah. wondering why, why you're not recovering. Okay, <laughs> yes. so I'm going yeah. to reveal myself right now as a total, what, a noob? Uh, maybe that's the wrong word. But just like, you guys know I'm a teetotaler. Right, like (laughs) I'm, I'm not a drinker. You're lightweight on that front for sure. Right, there was like a a a point my freshman year in college where the door was open a crack to that life. I've never told this story anywhere before, but like I, I was, I was in a play. This was my entry theater. So I was in a play, a disgusting play. I will talk about one time in a bonus episode. I got to tell okay. you about this. Okay. Um, but there would also there would always be after parties, right? And so I was like, okay, freshman in college, if there's any time that I'm going to be able to try this lifestyle out, I'm going to try it out. So I went to some of these parties. And I think I'm being completely honest here, where this was not like a religious thing or a moral thing. I just got to the party and I was like, ooh. Like I don't like I was I was a very I had a lot of allergies as a kid. And so I would get a shot every week and they would always rub my arm with rubbing alcohol. And everything that I was getting to drink at this party smelled and tasted like that rubbing alcohol that they put on my my arm. And so I had like this visceral reaction against it. And also everybody was like acting real dumb and talking about really stupid things. And I was like, nah. So there was just something right away where I was like, I'm not going to do that. So. I've never been so like I when people talk about drinking, I kind of feel like when people talk about sports a little bit where I'm like just nodding my head, pretending <laughs> yeah, like, to understand. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah. um, so I, I think wh- I Whoa. do have a question that's similar to Anthony's because you said like getting drunk or getting like blacked out is not the issue. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm I mean, curious about what what is what are the damages of drinking a lot as a runner? that kind of go beyond my my initial thoughts of like, oh, well, it must be because uh, alcohol makes you drunk all the time, so that would make it hard to run. Like there's other things that you're up against when you drink six beers a night, right? Yeah, I mean, 
I'm certainly not, you know, an expert, uh, so I, you know, I should sure. qualify with that. I mean, but, but basically, mm-hmm. I mean, it does You're in the right place, just bro. impact you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it it does impact you though at the cellular level. I mean, okay. it it is hard on your, you know, just on your your system, your mm. metabolic process. You know, I mean, just everything. Uh, okay. The cell, this your your cells in your body literally cannot function as well. Like, you know, there's inflammation, Mm, there's, there's whatever. Mm. Um, it's, it's also hard on your liver as we know, but, Mm -hmm. um, right. Which that might not be necessarily directly experienced during your run, but you know, it's, it's something that is also a long-term thing. But yeah, I mean, if I am drinking regularly, I, I can feel it most definitely in my training. Okay. Um, and you, you mentioned sleep also, you sleep, worse yes generally yes because sometimes it's just a matter of staying up later because i just i don't know i'm just kind of whatever staying up a little later than i would have it you know not yeah it just kind of affects every aspect a little bit so but yeah it's uh well and also there's the feeling of if anybody that's listening to this has a couple drinks you you think it's it's deceivingly oh this is a great way to fall asleep it's actually Mm. not Okay. So the thing is, you're no. going to wake up at two. I mean, and I, I don't know. For me, if I've had a few, and we just don't talk about this that much, Stephen. <laughs> like, I know. It's, it's because I have no <laughs> I have no point of reference. Well, yeah. Like, we must have a common frame of reference, Captain Spock. Or, uh, the, the, the drink Dr. I McCoy. drank was, was on the Comer Christmas party, and I got right. mercilessly mocked for it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But you think it'll aid in your sleep, uh-huh. but it it's okay. actually doesn't because I, at least what happens for me, and I know a lot of people, I don't know about you, Jason, like you actually, some I'll wake up and my heart's racing or like my mm. head is pounding or like it's probably dehydration. It's all the mm-hmm. cellular level stuff you're talking about, Jason. And it it actually, it can help you fall asleep, but it won't help you stay asleep. It actually, mm. dude, it's kind of like puts these these like claws in you or these fangs in you and you think it's going to help like mm. i i dude i wrote this down are you ready for a little little rhyme dude and anthony oh, yeah. origin, original yep. here i can't okay <laughs> alcohol is great for celebration but is terrible as medication mm-hmm. okay like go for it to celebrate like go out have a drink have fun like you finish a race or something like, I mean, everybody hands you a beer at the end of a race. You know what I mean? Celebrate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Play at a concert. Which like if a, you yeah, walk off thing. stage at the concert hall in Berlin, literally they hand you a beer. They have trays mm-hmm. of beers for the orchestra. Awesome for celebrating. But the problem is when you take it to the point of medicating. And mm-hmm. I have been tempted by that before. I've When I've gone through anxiety battles and stuff, it's actually, it's seemingly... I have people can probably relate to that in 2020 and maybe you can Jason too. Like if you've ever treated it like a medication, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm, I don't know if you've ever felt like that. Yeah. I mean, it Not just to put uh, you on the spot. Yeah. Well, that's actually something though that I'm just working. I think in the last year I've really discovered a lot, uh, about myself and, mm-hmm. um, how I view alcohol, but other things. It's uh, just mm. in general. And, you know, that experience I had in 2018 where where I was really struggling and, and everything, 
that's really stuck with me, and I think back to it often, where I, I was making that visceral connection of, okay, I'm doing this, and here's the result. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What do I make of that? I don't look back on that year with any, honestly, really any regrets. I don't look back on it uh, beating myself up. I just look back on it, and I think, well, there's something I can you know can learn from here's i realized some things about myself and and when i have drinks now mm. um it, you know it's it's sometimes i'm in a good spot or sometimes it's man maybe it's more than i they want than i want to and i i do force myself to think back to that year and it's like okay remember that feeling of the connection of uh drinking more than you want and feeling those consequences of it and actually steven maybe you could relate I can relate to you in this way so you don't feel left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school in track, I in high school, there until my sophomore year, I basically drank nothing but soda. I mean, okay. like a mm. teenage boy, whatever, I didn't want to drink my water. I didn't want to get my proper hydration. And we had a hot <laughs> track practice one day, and uh-huh. I got cold and dizzy and shaky, and I pretty much passed out. Because yeah. I was dehydrated. I just would drink right. soda, no water, and I was sick the rest of the day, felt horrible, uh, could hardly move. And I, since then, I never drink soda. I maybe have one per year, maybe. Mm. Wow. Because wow. I, I, every time I have one, I am immediately, I feel that. I, I'm reminded yeah. of that. Well, it's, and it's so, interesting that, yeah. that we, I mean, we all have our vices, right? Totally. Like just because, alcohol isn't mine. I mean, people that have been listening just to these first several runner's blocks know probably <laughs> what my vices are and where I go. And it's not just like, um, so I, I'll be honest here. It's, it, it isn't just like a preference. It is an escape for me. Yep. Like I should be, um, I should be dealing with my life in a certain way. Um, but sometimes those ways that I'm supposed to be dealing with them are painful or uncomfortable. And so I would much rather just eat a bag of Oreos. And for some yeah. reason, I think that is going to make things better. Um, and, and so it's like these coping mechanisms that we can go to that we think, oh, it's an escape. Or like you're saying, Anthony, it's like medication end up being totally. a, a block. I know it's the, the block manifests itself for me in kind of depression or kind of crashing or weight gain Mm-hmm. I mean, my understanding is beer beer makes you gain weight, right? <laughs> isn't so. isn't a isn't a beer about two pieces of bread, maybe three oh, pieces it? of bread? I think. In, <laughs> okay. in, as far as carbs, probably. Who knows? But how many bags of Oreos is it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, let's talk in <laughs> yeah. Stephen's language because he doesn't eat bread. He eats Oreos. <laughs> he eats a different kind of sandwich. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I think as I've been thinking about this episode, yeah. it's really gotten me thinking about what is, where are the places I go that I think are going to help and then end up just being like another big cinder block in my oh, way yeah. of my training and my running and my health. It's, it, it, I don't know, it's, it's good to think about for sure. Well, you know, I think like with that example I was saying with the soda and I never drank it again, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not that I have a physical revulsion to it or something, but I'm just very aware of mm-hmm. okay, I remember how what the excess of that produced, um, yeah. and that wasn't good. And I'm just uh, I'm not into that. So with drinking, it's like I'm tr- I'm always working of like how do I connect those dots? How am I just aware of what I'm doing and what results from it? Um, 
because you know I I want to encourage people. I really don't think the the way through this is is to sit there beating yourself up and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. negative self talk and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. To me, at least, what's helpful for me. Um, I'm again not an expert, but what what's helpful for me is just looking at each and every segment of your life as just like, well, you know, there's something I learned about myself. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, every person is valuable and has intrinsic worth. Like, you're not defined by your block. So Mm -hmm. if you take that as a starting point, then it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, like each and every one of us is a valuable person who we're just learning about ourselves. Uh, Mm -hmm. Where you're at with whatever block in your life doesn't change that. It's just a learning process. Um, yeah. So I'm awesome. in the middle of that and I'm learning a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's great, amazing. Man. It's awesome. Is, is, there, is there something you would say to any listener that is really relating to the, um, the drinking block in particular? Um, is, is there anything maybe that you have learned in your self-awareness journey um, that's been helpful? I loved Anthony's tip of like, Find something where you get kind of the hand feel, right? But it's it's much yes. better for you. Like, is, is there anything else kind of practically that you feel like you've learned in the process that you could share? Um, okay, one more practical thing and then one bigger picture thing. The practical thing, nice. again, something that works for me is if I get to a certain time of night without having mm-hmm. my first drink, I won't have any drinks and usually that huh. point is about about 8:30 if okay. i if i make it to about 8 and i don't drink hardly before 8 either it's my starting window is between 8 and 8:30 <laughs> i've realized so it's like if if i avoid that zone then i'm probably free and clear you know <laughs> you just have but, to get uh, lindsay to distract you somehow for that yeah, half yeah. an hour like, hey look over here <laughs> yeah. No, but it's after the kids go to bed and it's before it gets mm-hmm. too late because, yep. you know. Yeah. But so if you are aware of, you know, when you're most likely to start that, you know, just whatever, be aware of that. Um, and maybe just occupy yourself or just go take on a little mm-hmm. small project that you want to do or something. And then that'll awesome. be helpful. Um, and then I think a bigger picture thing, too, is... Um, you know, there can be, for whatever reason, when it comes to drinking specifically, there's can be this mentality of like, okay, you get like a streak going of not drinking, and mm-hmm. however long that is, it's a week or a month or a year, and then, oh, you have some drinks, and now it's like, oh, I'm back to square one. Like, mm. oh. you know, I, w- I went a year without drinking, and now I had some drinks, so I'm back to square one, and it's going to take me a year to get back where I was. Mm. And it's like, no, I mean, you know, in that scenario, like, you're actually one day away from where you were the day before. I mean, that's good. And that whole that whole year leading up to it, or month, or week, or whatever, mm-hmm. where you were having some success, that was a success. It's yeah. not. Su- it's it. It helped you health wise. It helped you mentally. Um, and just because you had a setback doesn't mean it's like oh well. Now I'm just back to square one. It's just, nope, mm. there's another learning experience and off we go. So, yeah. Dude, yeah. that is good. Stephen mm. and I have talked about that so many times how mm-hmm. one mess up can just lead to a major bender. <laughs> right? Oh, 100%. And, and, and it, that's more in the fast food department when, mm-hmm. when we're talking about it. But yeah. I love that. Like, if, mm-hmm. you've, if, you've, if you've had the celebration, like you've done a race. Go mm-hmm. for it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not going to tell people, you know, 
don't say that Anthony said go drink. But <laughs> like, well, do whatever, but do whatever's right for you. Yeah, it's you know. the yeah. idea of the celebration, not medication. Um, right. So, but and then if you do, then don't make it a bender. You know, don't mm-hmm. make it a week. I really love that, Jason. That's awesome. And the the time yeah. thing too. I think that's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's awesome. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, it reminds me of the episode we had with Hack several weeks ago, mm-hmm. where it was like, it's 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 something you do and that you can start again. Um, and like you're saying, yeah. Jason, it, it's it's that's that's okay. You can start again. Um, you don't have to get so down on yourself that it's just like, well, screw it. Right. It's just, it's, yeah. just, it's never, yeah, it's not, it's not all, or, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It has to be what, what is working for you and getting you where you want to go. So yeah. Yeah. I'm Amazing. just thinking the all or nothing, man. It's like, once we fall in, man, it's like, you need the quarter pounder with cheese and the filet fish <laughs> and the nuggets and, you know, how many times, how many oh, times? <laughs> and you're looking at all the boxes. Why yep. did I do it? Well, thanks so much, Jason. This has been awesome. We, we want to let our listeners know if you have thoughts on this in particular, on this topic or on any kind of coping mechanisms or on any blocks at all. We want to hear from you. There's a couple ways for you to contact us. The best way is to go to bit.ly slash runners block. That's where you can tell us your runners block listener. And also you can get all of our uh, social media links there, our website, Facebook, Instagram, email, all of that's at Two Gomers, but you can find it there at bit.ly slash runners block. Um, you can call us on our Gomer phone. Anthony, you want to say that number? 608 NAB Pony. That's 608 622 7669, dudes. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us some feedback. We're looking for 500 ratings and reviews. We're almost there. Woo. So, Click that button right there on your phone. Leave us some feedback. We always love that. If you like what you hear, if this is your first episode, you want to check us out more, a great place to start our 10th anniversary episodes from September through November 2018. You'll get to know us there. Then you can go all the way back to the start. Support the Gomers by subscribing to the bonus disc and embarrassment of riches over there. Mm. Like Anthony was just mentioning, we have our Gomer Jobs High School Edition up. Um, we're we're going strong with Perfect Movie, all of that and more if you go to patreon.com slash twogomers. Thanks again to Jason for coming. Thanks to Adam, our webmaster. Another Jason for our graphics. <laughs> Davis for our music. Annie for our social media. Jason, you have anything to plug? What's your lawn care business called? Well, it's called Stores Lawn Service. Okay, that's the that's the the last name of uh, my my now former boss and founder of the company. So okay, yeah. you keeping that name, or are you gonna name it after yourself? No, the, no, that's what that's what we're keeping for now. Yep, that's what we're looking to do. So sweet. Um, so if you're in the Ottawa, Illinois area, check them out. Shout out all of our Absolutely. Ottawa listeners. Come on, <laughs> you and Lindsay at least. <laughs> absolutely (laughs) all right well great app super fun man and remember if we can do it you can do it and happy running This week on the bonus disc, a brand new full-length episode of Perfect Movie. 
Is The Matrix a perfect movie? Join us on patreon.com slash two gomers. So much fun over there. See you there.